0: Sunday, Monday, happy gays. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy gays. Thursday, Friday, happy gays. They're best chums. Let's have some fun. Ready to chat with you. These gays of ours, Ooh, happy gays. These gays of ours. Hello, Hi. <laughs> I just really sold that hello, so I jumped in. I'm sorry. Welcome
1: to the podcast, Jared. <sighs> I'm Ashley Fair.
0: I'm Jared Haglund, And we are... Gay, Gay Best, Best Friends. Friends! It's so nice out today.
1: Oh, it's been a great weekend. I
0: feel like we should be recording like on a rooftop patio with like beers and a slip and slide.
1: I was imagining how we could do that yesterday, but we'd Imagine. have to like have walls around us yeah so it's just where we are
0: <laughs> i guess if you take away the walls we are technically outside so
1: <laughs> i wonder well that's a whole other conversation i was gonna say i wonder if there's a way that you can have like some sort of like microphone protector so it doesn't pick up as many surrounding sounds
0: totally there those exist yeah that'll be our next investment they look like um like you took some sort of animal and put it on a microphone
1: Oh! Like the big
0: furry things. Yes. Helps with that, yeah.
1: So we could just get a puppet.
0: Yeah. I thought you were going to say puppy and just like insert the puppy over it.
1: But... You're not into that. No. No. It should be. No, I'm not into it either. I meant just getting a puppy. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, a puppet could work. We had a nice day out in the sun yesterday, though. We puttered. We dated. We went and tootled around.
1: It was great. I can't wait to be old with you.
0: Right? That's what it felt like. we Because we met up because we live kind of close. We walked. We got our Starbucks. Mm -hmm. We walked some more. We puttered around winners. Yeah. We did two grocery stores.
1: Yeah. And we gave our opinions on things. Oh. We looked at things and we were like, what is that?
0: I feel especially at the grocery store that makes me feel old. In like a good way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I had to think about um, at Winners the clothes that we saw. There was just that one shirt that we didn't know where it belonged, but...
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like at grocery stores, because you're kind of like judging things that have changed since, since like, you came to know food. Like, rippled Pringles. That's not a thing. You don't... Yeah. <laughs> they just came out with rippled Pringles.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: Right? That's not a Pringle. No. Like, great Is for dipping, thick? but not a Pringle.
1: It's probably thick. I don't know. Well, now we need to get some and find out.
0: I pictured it the same thickness as a Pringle.
1: But then what's the point of having the ripple? Because the ripple, you're right, ripples are good for dipping.
0: So I'm assuming that's why.
1: But if it's as thin as a regular Pringle, that's just, just going to break.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. A Pringle would snap right in half. Yep. We need to investigate.
1: <laughs> next time on.
0: Speaking of next time, last time I said that we were going to have another guest today. And scheduling, like, I'm not going to pretend that we had busy lives, but our guest had too busy of a life and we're going to have to do it another time. So I'm sorry I didn't forget. I'm not a liar. It just didn't work out.
1: Because they are keeping tabs,
0: so. I imagine... If I was I was very emphatic with that promise, I feel, at the end of the last episode. That's true. So.
1: You were like, don't touch that dial.
0: Yeah, and I just want to make sure people, we are self-aware. If nothing else in life, we are very self-aware people.
1: How was your last week? It was good. Yeah. Yes. guess. It was such a nice week. There was one rainy day, but other than that.
0: Yeah, it was like a big step into spring.
1: hmm
0: yeah. Like, yeah, you just soaked up the vitamin D and I just feel, I feel ready that winter's finally over. And I'm just, I'm ready for a great spring and summer.
1: I just put away my winter jacket and my scarves today. Ooh. Sorry to our friends in Ontario.
0: Sorry, not sorry. Well. They made their choice. I used to live in Ontario. Do I live there now?
2: No. True.
0: You almost moved to Ontario. Do Mm -hmm. you live there now? No. No. So we get to wear shorts this weekend and put away winter coats.
1: We wear short shorts. Yeah. You wear big scarves. (laughs)
0: long pants
1: long pants Mm. long longs long
0: (laughs) oh (laughs)
1: um so I've been thinking a lot this week about a really silly topic what's that shopping while drunk
0: that sounds fun
1: I've never done it I don't think not online shopping this is specifically online shopping there was that article that came out That some, like, business blog or website did a unscientific survey, but a survey of their readers, um, and they summarized from that that, like, the drunk online shopping industry is, like, a $45 billion
0: industry. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm kind of shocked I haven't, because I like online shopping, and I do a lot of, like, boredom shopping, or, like, I put a lot of things in carts that I don't end up actually buying.
1: And I suspect that's how the drunk online shopping happens people put things in carts and then they're drunk and they go back to look at the pretty things and they're like heck i'm gonna get it
0: why not i would i i the closest i've come to i think drunk online shopping is getting kind of tipsy in order to push myself over the edge to purchase tickets that were a little out of my price range mm. for ozzy osbourne and I'm like, well, if I get a little drunk, I won't feel bad about it. It's worth it. <laughs> and it worked, yeah. It was yeah. it was a great plan.
1: Excellent.
0: Um, which but that feeds into why drunk shopping would be so dangerous because you just gives you that little bit of liquid confidence that this is something that you deserve.
1: Yes, that's true. Yeah, I would probably be in serious debt. I bet people probably are. Probably. They say that the like average online purchase is like a $20 purchase which means that there's a lot of individual drunk shopping purchases made
0: really I'm surprised at that just because like don't usually have to hit a benchmark for free shipping
1: well if you're drunk you probably don't care about free shipping I
0: guess (laughs) you're like that's worth it it's worth the transit actually when you brought this up I went through my Amazon orders over the last year just to see if there was something that that would like jog on me like oh yeah that was a drunk purchase and the closest one was, in one order, I bought a Squatty Potty and a um, clothes steamer. And I'm like, maybe that one was drunk, but I checked. And no, it was it was definitely a sober day. It was oh. like 10 in the morning.
1: Oh, yeah. Fair enough. That would have been a very responsible purchase, though. Oh, well, it, it is, even sober or not.
0: It would have been a responsible drunk purchase? Yeah. We should, like, give ourselves a $100 budget one night. Go out, get really drunk, and then come back and shop together. Okay. That sounds like a fun activity if you plan it.
1: Okay, let's plan it. If you plan
0: it, it, it's not sad or irresponsible.
1: No. Yeah. Okay. We're going to make it
0: happen. All right. We are going to drunk shop. Yay. (laughs) I can't wait.
2: Cheers. Oh my God. Cheers. Let's get some shiz. Let's get some shiz. Let's get some shiz.
1: So, Jarrett, whatcha, no, no, what, (laughs) whatcha watching? Oh my
2: God. At this
0: point, (laughs) we are 15 episodes in. I feel that this problem is staring us in the face.
1: It's because now I second guess it when I'm doing it. It's just like when you're taking a test and you're like, I have the right answer. Then you go back and you second guess it. And then you're like, oh, now I don't know. And then you get it wrong. No, you go with your and first then, answer. Right every time, I'm always wrong when I say when I change it.
0: Okay, so let's like clear the mind and give your first answer.
1: What you watching
0: slash listening
1: slash reading
0: slash what you putting in ya?
1: See, golden. It was good. It was good. So Jarrett, what are you uh, what are you put putting in your brain today?
0: So I didn't have too much new this week, but I wanted to build on something that we put in each other slash ourselves yesterday.
1: Ooh! We
0: went and bought so like Oreo things, like Oreo chocolate is yep. like it's it's coming up. You see it a lot of places. So we had an Oreo Easter egg that we split, and our big question was: Is the center going to be filled with like the Oreo icing? Mm-hmm. And we figured it it wasn't quite. No. Right, it was some sort of like icing, chocolate, white chocolate. Yeah, mix? I feel
1: like it was like mostly icing, but with with white chocolate in there, because it wasn't solid like white chocolate. It was still soft.
0: Yeah, but it didn't quite have the texture of the Oreo cream. Yeah, and I don't. I love Oreos. Do you love Oreos? I do. They are like, yeah, yeah. They're one of my weaknesses. Yeah, I
1: love a I love an Oreo McFlurry. I love Oreo everything. Yeah.
0: So this made me curious if all these new Oreo chocolates had that type of center. So I got us the new Oreo dairy milk.
1: Oh my gosh. And it says new right
0: in the corner. So it's clearly very new. Oh my gosh. Uh, And we're going to try it and see if it's the same as the egg. Or, Ashley just took a picture. (laughs) Um, If it's the same as the egg or if it's got something new going on.
1: Okay. It's going to be harder to like get in the middle of.
0: You're right. It's not as plentiful in the middle. Okay.
1: Mmm.
0: More Oreo cookie than the egg. Which I support. Yeah. I can't decipher it though. I love dairy milk chocolate.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Me
0: too. We're both attacking this awkwardly with our front teeth to try and chip away the chocolate. I think it's the same. It's some sort of like frosting cream hybrid. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind it's of. It's not icing. No, it's not that because like Oreo middle icing is sort of like, you know, it's almost dryish.
1: And this is almost even more.
0: More creamy chocolate?
1: Yeah, like this tastes more like the Hershey's Cookies and Cream chocolate bar.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Like
1: inside the dairy milk, so. And fair enough. I feel like the icing might be too soft. Maybe no. that's why. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to see. They should have a description on it of, like, what it's filled with, but it doesn't.
1: You know what our next thing is? Let's just make it ourselves. We'll get some Oreos. Some, like, extra stuffed ones so we can really scrape the icing. And we'll crunch up cookies. Mix it. Then we'll make chocolates.
0: And Sit melt Put the inside.
1: Melt. Put the icing inside.
0: Oh, my God. Yes, please.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: And then we'll send it to Cadbury and say, this is how it's fucking done.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they'll try it.
0: Oh, (laughs) if I was a customer service rep at a company, I would totally eat random things people sent me to eat. (laughs) This is my new level of, like, complaint letter. I, like, (laughs) I send them the solved problem. Still waiting on my fucking gum check, by the way.
1: Must have got lost.
0: Yeah, in the meantime, I've gotten $15 off Frybee products.
1: Fifteen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You can have a great barbecue this That summer. was a
0: good return. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting coupons for some sort of salads. Um, So I bet they'll probably even beat the gum company. What was the salad thing? I bought a broccoli slaw and the broccoli in it was like kind of woody and tough.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And they sent me a letter back explaining like a growing season in one region. It was a very good letter. I was very happy with their detailed response.
1: I have a question for you. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to answer it on air. What's with the scratches on your forehead?
0: <laughs> i was getting ready to go out last night and i had like the medicine cabinet door open and i bent over be to pick oh, something up no. and i whacked my head
1: <laughs> that's the worst jerica always leaves her medicine cabinet doors open and ours is right above our toilet and i'm always like i'm gonna hit my head i know i'm gonna hit my head so i always make sure i close them first I'm like why are these open
0: yeah zach got back from work this morning from flying and he ever since i got these rounder glasses will often call me harry potter and so he was quite uh, amused with the, oh my god. The, the the lightning mark scars on my forehead now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd buy the bar again.
1: No. No.
0: That was... Yeah. I'd rather have an Oreo. Mm-hmm.
1: Ugh. Child-covered Oreo. Delicious.
0: Oh my god, yes. We had a friend send them to us as a thank you gift.
1: Nice. I don't even remember
0: what we did to uh, to deserve such a thing.
1: Were it, was it like a wedding party gift? No, I, a think great they, I think party they gift.
0: came to town and we showed them around a little bit.
1: Oh my god. Nice gift. Yeah. Oh, delicious.
0: So delicious. So what are you watching slash... Put it, what, what's your contribution to this segment?
1: <laughs> um, Miranda July. So I'm not currently reading or watching or listening to any of her items. But I am about to buy some shirts. Um, she collaborated with Uniqlo on a line of shirts uh, and they're really cute. They're like graphic tees and they all say really cute things like, I heart your whole deal and like, not, not funny, which I really, uh, I really identify with. Um, I love the whole of <sighs> July thing. She's really quirky. Um, and everything she does just hits you in such an emotional way. But when you're reading her items, it's just kind of like, This is so weird, and yet I really have, like, strong feelings about it. Um, So I recommend checking out, she wrote a novel, um, like, so many years ago now, but I still feel like it was, like, yesterday, called The First Bad Man. And it's such a wild ride. Like, in this story, this woman, like locks eyes with a baby and like knows that this baby is meant to be like her baby and it's this whole it's a wild ride i can't remember all the details but like it's it's just very good um yeah uh and then <laughs> i recommend reading her short stories which is what i know her best for um my favorite collection is no one belongs here more than you um, I just like the name of the book anyway because I think that's a really nice statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just like a wild ride of stories. Some are one page long. Some are like five pages long. I love short stories though. So
0: who is she? I've never heard of her.
1: I don't know. She's a writer. She's a.
0: So she's a writer. That's her main gig.
1: She's a red-haired writer. Let me uh let me look her up for you. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I don't know. I came, you know, how a writer's I came good enough. Her? That's
0: legit just her being a writer. That's I'm um, fine with that. I just wasn't sure if that was her main gig.
1: You know, um, the way that I came across her is Netflix movies. Um, I used to get really into the indie um category on Netflix. And she had two films on there. I don't know if they're still on there. One of them's called The Future, and The Future is like the weirdest ride because in it she and like her husband they are talking about having kids but aren't really sure about having kids but like the whole story is being narrated by this cat who's waiting for them to adopt him and he's just he's at the like SPCA or whatever and just waiting and the whole story he's like talking about the life they're living because they've they've decided they have these last sixty days to do whatever they want before they have this cat they have to take care of. That's what it is. And it like it's a wild ride. Their lives go awry. Um and why I won't spoil the end for you.
0: please, please don't. I won't. No, I think I I'll check her out.
1: You got it. yeah, you yeah. got it. You gotta at least watch um The Future and then it's more likely, though, that Me and You and Everyone We Know is on Netflix. Oh, um,
0: I've heard of that one.
1: Yeah, it's also good. I don't remember it as clearly as The Future, because I just remember the cat from The Future. <laughs> so I just, like, I can't remember it as well. But, I, again, it's, like, it's weird, but it's emotional. It feels really personal. Like, you watch it and you kind of feel seen.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, it's so great. Um, cool. Yeah. Highly recommend Miranda July, and then also check out her Unique Low collaboration.
0: Well, and then we have to add on to. Then it's now what you watching slash listening slash reading slash putting, putting in on ya you slash putting on ya.
1: which I'm also into. Try and I...
0: catch that next week.
1: <laughs> I won't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> putting oin you on in oin.
2: Oh God. <laughs>
0: wanted to ask you because i went out last night with some guys to a bar some guys some guys we had boys night. night out and i just thought like you yeah, at a gay club there are certain songs there are certain anthems they're usually sung by divas when you when it goes on like the gays go crazy like you know like many share songs abba mm-hmm. songs xanadu like the yeah. only people in the world who like the song xanadu mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure are gay men and I thought, like, what are lesbian anthems? And, because any of the, like, high-level ones I could kind of think of that may maybe way off were all done by lesbians. What did you think of? <laughs> um, Come to My Window. Oh, my God. By Melissa Etheridge, I thought was probably, like, uh, a unifying lesbian anthem. Is that, am I off base?
1: I mean, we, we all, you all feel it, blah, blah, blah. But, um, <laughs> I think... It changes regularly, but at least, like, here in Vancouver, put on Call Your Girlfriend by Robin in a group of lesbians, and they will sing louder than the loudspeakers. Oh. Like, is, it is- Is Robin gay? I don't know if Robin's gay. I, I don't know.
0: Okay, so that's a good one. That's a yep. good example.
1: Yep. Um, universally, Tegan, anything taken and Sarah. mm mm-hmm. um, And, of course, like, after their pop album, um, that got a little bit easier because, like, it's more danceable. Yeah. Um, so when they released Closer in 2013, like, that became a new big deal song. was played at every lesbian party, every, yeah, every gathering.
0: (coughs) Are there any, like, like, old school classics, though? Or... Is it just safe to assume that lesbians didn't exist until like 2010?
1: We did not exist now. <laughs> um I think anything it's kind of the same stuff. Um, that like gay men love. I mean, I don't know what Xanadu, but
0: Xanadu. No. no. It's Olivia Newton-John from like an awful uh. movie
1: hilarious i can't speak for the entire lesbian community well that's Um, why you're here ashley (laughs) um i don't know all the lesbians i know love disney songs really like it's like every single one go to karaoke that is their go-to they'll sing um uh a whole new world yes a whole new world
0: oh that's not the one i was thinking of
1: oh but that's one
0: i'm thinking ariel
1: yeah there's an ariel song so a whole new world's from aladdin right? yeah I'm not a Disney kid, so I like I don't necessarily know where everything comes from, but there's an Ariel song as well.
0: Like the, look at this damn thing, isn't it neat? Don't, would the collection complete? No. No? It's
1: a duet. It's not under the Kiss the girl? Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe it's not from Ariel at all. Maybe they're just...
0: It's called The Little Mermaid. Oh. It's got... <laughs> so.
1: Hey, Google hooked me up with all the songs from Little Mermaid, so... They knew what I meant by Ariel songs. Okay. <laughs> um see him not a
0: You're not Disney look, kid at all. Uh, Spice Girls? The Spice Girls hit the lesbian scene?
1: I probably generationally. Mm. Only because like Who I didn't. Exactly. Like that's just Like I yeah, I was I loved the Spice Girls so much that when in grade four, my best friend came back from Christmas break. Or maybe it was just after her birthday, which was December 1st, like around then, with Britney Spears's first CD. Mm. And she was like hardcore Britney Spears fan from that day on. And I didn't talk to her for about a week because I my words to her were you're giving up on the Spice Girls. Whoa. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> die hard.
0: Yeah. Die hard. You could have used some Disney to mellow you out. <laughs> it doesn't seem to, as a community, have as deep as a, of a soundtrack as the gay community.
1: No. No, I guess not. Like, even when I put together a Pride playlist, it's the same. Like, it's all the same stuff and as you boys would put on your list.
0: No lesbian goes crazy for Liza Minnelli.
1: No. No, no. It's Liza with C, not Lisa with Ness, because Lisa with goes snuds. It's C e instead of S, Sly instead of B. It's simple as B, C, Liza. Then M I double N, then E double L, I U double L, the N, that's not new. Then E double L, end with an I, that's what we say. Minelli, Liza Minelli.
0: It's easy! All right, Ashley, let's move to one of the topics that a good portion of our gay male audience love. Assholes!
1: Yay! <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Um, Okay, so I'll start with a really easy one, um, and I'll move into ones that are a little bit more, this one's kind of like etiquette-ish as well, Um, and that's, I chose these ones specifically so that we could throw in the like, for the record, when this happens to you, you can do this, because obviously we're so, anyway.
0: I don't know the context (laughs) yet, so this is
1: just a really big
2: qualifier.
1: Am I the asshole for ordering something cheap at an expensive restaurant? This is pretty straightforward. My girlfriend's mom and grandma took me and my girlfriend out to a nice restaurant. Dishes were on average $35 to $40. I felt guilty about the prices, so my girlfriend and I shared a $25 dish. She wasn't very hungry and didn't want a full dish. The next day, my girlfriend said her mom was kind of offended that I ordered something so cheap. She took it as, oh, I don't think she has the money to buy me a more expensive dish. Am I an asshole?
0: Uh, I don't think asshole fits here, but it's a little weird. Like, I get the going out, you're not wanting to, like, I'm not going to get the lobster yeah. because I know someone else is paying. But clearly it seems to me that it was presented as we want to take you out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you could get something that's, like, I think the best thing to do there is not get the most expensive. But you don't have to share what was not even, like, an average price dish.
1: It's a little weird that the girlfriend, who is, like, her family, was like, yeah, let's share this thing. Yeah. Like, in that case, the girlfriend should have suggested, let's share this thing. Because if she's not hungry, like, totally, it's fine to share.
0: And if you're sharing, then get the lobster.
1: Right? Because it's still half the price. Like, yeah. So, in that case, like, the girlfriend, no one's an asshole, but the girlfriend should have taken the lead on ordering. Or at least suggesting what to order. Um, but, uh, in general, when you have this sort of situation, the recommended thing to do is ask your host what they recommend on the menu. And then you know what price range they're willing to spend on They'll guide you. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and so I don't, so yeah, I don't think the, this woman was an asshole. And I don't think the word is asshole, but I don't like the mum in the story.
1: Yeah. I I, I, I
0: don't I don't like the she clearly has a sense of power with money. And the fact that you were insulted that someone didn't think you could afford it. Like, I don't know. I just I don't like that whole tone that she seems to have.
1: Yeah, that's a little little rude. Yeah. And I would love to know what the girlfriend's response was when her mom did say anything about being offended. Mm -hmm. Because like. How do you even respond to that anyway? But did you defend your person?
0: Yeah. Or, you know... Explain the uh, Yeah, what did she say? <sighs> I'd also... I know before when we brought this segment into the world, we talked about how it was like, you're the asshole, not the asshole, someone else the asshole, or not enough information. And I almost want to come down on not enough information just because I think it's really rude to put out this sort of question and scenario without describing the dishes to us. I really want to know what they ate. <laughs> uh, um,
1: I, one of my favorite responses on the thread was, next time, just order the lobster thermidor and a bottle of Dom, just to show her you know she's got it like that.
0: Oh yeah, next time? Exactly what to do.
1: Uh, hilarious. Alright. So, no assholes,
0: but... But the mum's a little shady.
1: Yeah. My goodness. Because, like, also, so much information isn't... Like, we have... We don't have a lot of information to work off of. But maybe the original poster doesn't come from money. And so also doesn't know how to navigate the situation.
0: Or just feels uncomfortable ordering, like, a $40 piece of chicken. Right? This is and why we could
1: know what they got. Maybe the $25 dish was actually the most delicious option.
0: Yeah. Mm. I'm still confused by the sharing it.
1: Um, uh, Yeah, Winston-Else is paying for it. I don't know. Like, Jarek and I have gone to friends' expensive birthday dinners, whatever, and we'll share a dish because usually it happens when we're broke. And so we share a dish and it's usually a cheaper dish, but we're paying for it. Yeah. But if someone else was paying for it, yeah.
0: See, maybe I'm just projecting, because now I'm like the girlfriend that wanted to split a meal. She's the asshole.
1: Yeah. Like, no, you know what? You're totally like, yeah, and this this is where we actually started. Because like I said, the girlfriend, it's her mom and her grandma. She should have led the conversation. This should never have even been an issue. <coughs> Way to go, girlfriend. Hmm, okay. Um, Let's go with... I'm
0: guessing they split pasta. Probably. It's probably what the cheaper one was. It's probably a was. pasta, yeah. I still love to know more, but that's my guess.
1: Vegetarian? Or chicken? I don't think it's fish.
0: No, I don't think it's prawn pasta.
1: Yeah. Maybe meatballs, but...
0: Hmm. See, we need to know more. I want to see the menu!
1: Okay, I'll comment and say, I need more information.
0: Please link to menu. <laughs> Next!
1: Am I the asshole for being incredibly upset that my partner decided to have a party while I was sick? I had a nasty bug, I wasn't sleeping, etc. I had hoped it would clear up before the day of the party arrived, but instead had yet to get any sleep at 9am the morning of the party. My partner said, just stay in bed, I'm going to make this happen. Normally I'm the one doing all the cooking and food prep. And promptly, and I was promptly ignored for the rest of the day and night and never even checked on. Being sick, I felt awful, I looked awful, and likely smelled awful as well. As a result, I didn't feel comfortable being anywhere but the bedroom for the six-plus loud hours people were there. My partner was looking forward to the party, but I just feel more and more furious that no consideration was taken for me or how I was feeling. Am I the asshole for working myself up so much over
0: this? I think they described themselves perfectly when they were listing how awful they were. I signed an asshole. They're an asshole. Yeah. To have a growing rage about it. Yeah. Like, their partner was super kind when they said, like, don't worry, I'll make this happen.
1: Exactly. Like, the...
0: like they, they saying, no, everything that you thought you would normally have to do for this party, I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. I would love to know if the original poster said, like, we need to cancel the part- party. Well, or if that didn't come up at
0: all. I was going to say, because it doesn't sound like she did. No. Cause if she's trying to get the sympathy and be on the right side of this story, she would have put forward. I even said I didn't want it to go forward. So instead, yeah. she's not expressing her needs or wants, and sitting there and like not getting over it, getting more and more frustrated.
1: Some of these responses, I like. I keep rolling my eyes. <laughs> um, <coughs> and someone was like, "Even if you agree to that party." They're still an asshole for not checking on you all day. On that basis alone, they're a major asshole in my mind. And I'm just like, they're prepping the house. They probably just wanted you to sleep.
0: Yeah, they're giving you space. Oh, I do not want to know that person who left that comment.
1: Right? If Zach was sick and didn't say I canceled the party, would would you still have a party?
0: If he didn't say it, yes, I would.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm pretty sure I've had parties still go when I was sick. And I just sit in my room. Some people are upset because they're like, if I went to a party and found out someone at the party was sick, I'd be so upset.
2: Why? Please.
1: Yeah. Someone probably had the cold bug within 20... Like, the first 24 hours, no symptoms, but, like, had the virus and passed it on to you. You know? Like, there's no way of knowing.
0: No, you can't get mad at people for that. Yeah.
1: And this person wasn't even interacting with you. The sick (laughs) person wasn't interacting with you. Ugh. I'm so... Annoyed by this.
0: I do have the same point as with the first story, though. I'd love to see the menu. So, the next asshole story Ashley has has to do with airplanes, so...
1: Surprise! We have a guest!
0: I wanted to follow through on that promise from last week. So, we have um, my husband, Zach, here, who, has mentioned before, um, I don't think I've said exactly what you do, but I've said you fly in airplanes for a living. And he's an all round aviation expert, so... He's going to be here to give us his opinion on the story. So welcome, Zach. Hi.
1: You're welcome to give your input as you hear the story, but we'll get through it and then we'll discuss if we think this person's an asshole or not. Sounds good. Am I the asshole for trying to stretch out my legs on an airplane? I was on a 14-hour flight recently sitting in coach. I'm a tall guy and my legs are long and generally flying on airplanes is an overall extremely uncomfortable experience. I try to book seats with extra legroom on long flights such as exit seats or front row seats, but there were none available when I was booking this flight. I used to only book aisle seats. Yada yada yada. We know he takes his time. He tries to make it easier. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm sitting in my window seat on this flight. And around two hours into the flight, the lady in front of me reclines her seat back around halfway. This made me moderately more uncomfortable, but I was okay with this as she paid for her ticket too and should be able to recline if she wants to. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. About 10 minutes later, she reclines her seat all the way back, essentially pinning my legs underneath her to the point where it was impossible to move them without hitting the back of her seat. Reclining my own seat back would not give me extra leg room based on how these seats were designed. I first attempted to readjust and slip my leg underneath to the space beneath her seat, but this plain seat configuration was so cramped that I was unable to do that. Now, the readjusting of my legs to try and find a comfortable position was hitting the back of her chair. She turns around to me and says, can you stop that? and before I have a chance to answer, lies back down, puts on her headphones and eye mask, and turns around to go back to sleep. Well, I didn't stop trying to adjust my leg, as I wasn't going to be able to tolerate being in significant pain and losing leg circulation for 12 hours. After a few more minutes of this, she gets up again, turns to me, and says, What are you doing? You need to stop kicking my chair. I respond to her that the seat of her back is crushing my legs, and I'm trying to adjust them into a comfortable position. She literally scoffs at me, then attempts to recline her back, further, despite it being at Max Recline and goes back to sleep. Oh. This significantly pissed me off, so I began to move my leg more vigorously and this started to really rock uh, the back wow. of her chair. After about five minutes of this, she reclined her seat back up and went back to sleep. She did not recline it back for the rest of the flight. Oh. Am I the asshole?
2: Alright. I think they both are, like this happens often and first of all I'd say to the guy, stop being cheap if you're so tall, book a business class ticket or book a premium economy ticket. Choose a different airline. Uh, there's many options. I, I feel that when you hear people that say that they are forced into this seat or they're forced into that, uh, that's just not true. There's multiple airlines to multiple destinations around the world. There's more than one way to skin a cat. So I I, I don't buy when people say, this is the only thing I had. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me.
0: Tall people shouldn't have to pay an airline premium to get a seat that they are comfortable Find in. Find an
2: aisle seat. There were none, oh. he says. Oh, then go on a different flight.
0: I like guess book earlier.
2: Book earlier, exactly. You have an onus. If you have a, a certain body type, whether that be tall, whether that be wide, You need there's an onus on you to find ways to be comfortable. Uh, it's just the way it works. Uh, customers of size, you need two seats. Sorry. It's it's just the way it is.
0: So you think he was the asshole, but she got a little, they dick, both she got were. A little dickish. They both But There she was no reason
2: it. for her to behave that way, and there was no reason for him to fight back that way if... You know, he's complaining that if, if he's asking if he's the asshole, well, he was behaving the same way as her at the end there when he was kicking the back of her seat. So it's really, it's about the same if you ask me.
0: Have you ever, like, witnessed, do you witness this a lot? Oh, yeah. On airplanes? Yeah. Is it amusing to watch from afar?
2: No. I don't, no? I just watch, I walk away. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't re- no, no, there's no point Let people sort themselves out unless it gets to a point where we have to interview.
0: I agree they're both assholes, but I side with him. Because not only do I get the leg problem, I am exactly that same person that when someone reclines their chair, I will knee the back of their chair to get them to put it
2: up. Well, then you should be booking a different seat then if that's your problem.
0: Well, you do most of my bookings, so.
2: Exactly.
1: So, <laughs> so if one person did say, you're the asshole if you're on a long night flight. The expectation, in my opinion... It's for to be fully reclined, so that's fair. Absolutely. I am, I am fully like, I am anti reclining. I will only recline like the tiny little bit, but otherwise, I try not to recline. It's uncomfortable.
0: I don't get why they even have reclining. It doesn't make that big of a difference. It does. <laughs> it absolutely does.
2: I disagree. Um, On a fourteen-hour flight, but it makes a huge difference.
1: This person also said, "You are aware that your legs are too long for normal seat, and yet booked one anyway. Then, we're rude and the pastor in front of you, asked you to stop kicking your chair. Okay." She didn't handle it brilliantly, but it's annoying when you're trying to sleep and someone's kicking you in the back. And the original poster actually did respond, saying, I have flown on numerous flights in coach, and have never had my legs this severely pinned, even with the person in front of me in full recline. Short of looking up blueprints and finding specific measurements for this airplane seating arrangement, I couldn't have anticipated how bad it would be. I was not rude at her at all, except for the part where you vigorously were moving your legs around. Yeah. Um until she deliberately tried to recline her seat even farther in response to me telling her that my leg was being crushed. So,
2: all in all, in my opinion, do your homework, stop being cheap. That's really the the answer. If you're not willing to at least do your homework, then don't be cheap. That's how I see it. There's a million different ways to find out the seat pitch, the width. Seatguru.com lists every single airline pretty much out there besides probably Or Air Croyo, the North Korean airline. <laughs> um that's out there and you it has a full gamut of the width, the pitch, everything. And for people who can't be bothered to do that, I have no sympathy for. If you have such a concern, you need to do your research.
1: For people who are interested, sorry, what was that saying again?
2: Seatguru dot com.
1: Seatguru dot com. That's Check great
2: advice. And- yeah.
0: So thank you for popping down You're to welcome. our basement studio. To I love the new studio. It's beautiful. <laughs> okay. It's gorgeous. Um, we've actually talked before that we do want to have a bit of a travel episode and have you on because that mm. was some great advice. A website I've never even heard of. Yeah. And we'd love to have you back for more. Thank you. You were a hit. Can
2: I tell a fly attendant joke?
0: Sure. Tell a attendant joke. <laughs>
2: What's the difference between a flight attendant and a jet engine? Anyone? I don't know. Jet engine stops whining when it gets to the gate. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you call a pregnant flight attendant? Pilot error? (laughs)
1: Like all the colors of the rainbow, so are the gays of the week. We typically typically record on Sundays, so today is March 31st, which is the Trans Day of Visibility. I believe that every day we should be celebrating all of our queers, trans, cis, everyone, but like trans people shouldn't just get one day or even two days, we should always be celebrating them as well. So, you're listening to this on a Wednesday or a Thursday, or maybe you're going to listen to it in like three months. But I would like you to remember that trans voices don't get just one day. You should be seeking them out every day. Anyway, here are our queer, trans or our queer queers of the week, uh, and I believe they're both trans.
0: Yeah, um, the person that I wanted to highlight today is Janet Mock, a uh, trans woman in America who is a author, television producer, writer. Uh, She's a contributing editor to Marie Claire. She works at People Magazine. She's done a lot. And I wanted to focus on a couple things that I know about her and trans works that I think have really spoken to me. Uh, She's a producer on the television show Pose, which I have brought up before in this podcast. And I think it's super important because Pose is... For the first time, it's like the queerest show on television, not just of what the show is about, but how it's made. It has trans people, the most trans people cast ever in a show. It has trans people make up the majority of the writing staff and production staff. So they are people telling their own stories from top to bottom, which is a very rare thing in the entertainment industry. And Janet Mock is a producer on that show with Ryan Murphy and was really part of that of pushing that mandate from the beginning and so if you haven't seen the show you need to and she's been a huge part of that the other part is I'm a subscriber to out magazine and this most recent issue was the women and non-binary femme issue and Janet Mock was the guest editor And it is one of the best editions of that magazine that I've ever read. Usually, you know, I go in, I know some of the things that I read about there. I've heard about it. I've experienced some of it. But this one was entirely new to me. Every person, every story, almost every experience in it, I had never heard or learned about before. And from front to back, it was just such an eye-opening experience about women and non-binary femmes their struggles, their activism, the way they're changing America and communities right now. And it is, I think, such an important read. So I would encourage everyone to try and find that issue and watch Pose and read Janet Mock's book and just learn more about her and the great work that she has done.
1: My Queer of the Week is someone that I will probably bring up again in the summer, throughout the summer, because Pride all over the world hits different points in summer. Um but it was born out of the Stonewall uprising in June 1969. Nowadays, pride tends to be a celebration. I like to make sure people remember that pride was a riot and should still be um, a, uh, a pro- pride should still be a protest. Uh, so my queer of the week is Marsha P. Johnson, an African American transgender woman from New York City who spearheaded the Stonewall uprising. Um, I'll definitely talk about Stonewall again in the, in the summer. I'm not going to, I would, I would like to spread that out, (laughs) uh, and have more of a segment on, um, the origins of, of pride, but I am forever grateful for people like Marsha P. Johnson who stood up for the queer community when it was absolutely necessary.
0: I'm sorry about some of those sound issues. I forgot to plug the microphone in. Oops. <laughs> um.
1: And at least it was just for one segment. You, you, uh, dear listeners, are going to miss out on a really funny segment, I think, that we had. But we'll try it again next week.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even a, that funny. The, it was just fun.
0: I was going to say, probably, maybe we just enjoyed it and no one else would have even liked it. <laughs> um, but we're going to pretend it was amazing since then you're not going to hear it.
1: That's right. <laughs> if you liked what you heard today you can we'd love it if you would review us on your listening app um five stars would be awesome thank you again to everyone who's already done that if you want to leave a comment on your review about what you like about the podcast um or topics that you've enjoyed help other listeners find the podcast and know why they want to listen to it too
0: yeah and if you want to get in touch with us give us personal comments or anything like that You can email us at GayBestFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. And I just want to thank, we've had some listeners reach out via the email and our Instagram, GayBestFriendsPodcast, um, to tell us that they really related with the questions that we answered last week. So, just wanted to pass it on. Thanks for getting in touch. And to the listener that sent those questions in, know that it didn't just refer to you. Like, they're universal things and there's other people out there who are dealing with them.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: It's time to get back into out into the sun, Ashley.
1: Woo woo.
0: Yeah, hope you I got you all, my hat on. <laughs> hope I you anyway. can all do the same. Um, so until next week. Bye, bye besties. besties.